the Wedding Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly LaFleur, and this week I am pumped about our special guest. I chat with Ben Ramos, who is a Midwest photographer based out of Chicago, but the last four or five years he has been shooting weddings in Nebraska and has built up an amazing business. Uh, I'm so excited because we talk about photography, we talk about his path to where he got. He started in a very different uh college degree path than photography and so I'm so excited for you guys to hear from him he is so energetic and we also both thrive off of other people so it was so fun to sit down with another extrovert and I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode meet Ben Ramos hi everyone we're here today with Ben Ramos yes what's up people hey what's happening thank you for being here today (laughs) oh my gosh I'm so pumped to be here this is so exciting I've never been on a podcast before so this is newbie newbie I'm here to just like have a good time I'm so pumped I cannot believe that you even reached out to me to do this so thank you it's such an honor yes thank you for being here and I'm glad I caught you when you were in Omaha yes I'm here for just a hot second like 36 hours or something like that but uh, that's pretty much the standard every time I come into town I'm usually here I fly in on a Friday have like a couple meetings and like maybe an engagement session on a Friday evening then Saturday it's wedding day then Sunday morning I fly right back so I'm glad we were able to work this out. Yeah. Yeah. So leading off of that, tell us about like life right now for you. Where are you based? What do you do? (sighs) Totally. Um, So I am a wedding lifestyle and portrait photographer based in Chicago, Illinois. Um, And the reason why I'm like ever back in Nebraska um, and why I have Nebraska ties is because I did go to the University of Nebraska, Lincoln. Um, And there I I went there right after high school um, where I grew. I actually grew up in the Chicago suburbs in Aurora, Illinois. And um, so I went to Nebraska after high school and I was pursuing to be a nurse. Um, and the Merce so, life. Yeah, the Merce life. And I, you know, I loved my classes. I loved what I was doing. And then extracurricular wise, I was always in choir. Um, so I was in show choir. I was in Big Red Singers. I was in the men's choir, chorus um, at UNL. And um, so, yeah, that was like my extracurricular. And then my, my studies were for nursing. And so with that, I was actually in choir with Wynn Wiley. Um, hey, Wynn, if you're listening, what's up? Love you. And um, yeah, so I was in choir with him. And he, at the point where I was I was a freshman, he was a junior, and he was like blowing up. Or maybe he had already blown up, but I was just catching wind of it. But he was like getting flown all over the country to like shoot engagement sessions, going internationally to f- shoot weddings. And I was just like, holy cow, like that is so cool. I didn't know photography could be something that's like a lucrative but be so fun and like you know allow you to travel and stuff like that so I was like that that kind of interests me so it was freshman year um second semester I he had showed me um he was really awesome he took me under his wing like really early on and it was really great um but he showed me visco cam on my phone and he um taught me a little bit about my camera and stuff and from there I and going into the summer before my sophomore year of college he um, just kind of, he took me out one day to show me the roads of my camera and stuff. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to just post on Facebook and see if people let me take their picture. So, um, I got like probably like 10 people responded. Most of them were like sorority girls or something that just wanted new prof pics right on Facebook. And, um, I was able to take their pictures and, you know, I, the point of me being a nurse in the beginning was like, I just wanted to help people and I really wanted to, you know, better the world in some way, you know, whether that was helping them feel better or just making them smile or like whatever it was. And so I didn't realize I could do that with photography until I started this process. And instantly, like, you know, after photo shoots, you know, some girls would hit me back. They're like, Ben, I've never felt so beautiful in my life. Like you made it so easy to just be myself and like be open with you. And I just felt so awesome through and through. And that's kind of like what kicked it off. So, um, yeah. So fast forward a little bit. Um, I started my business when I was, a junior at UNL. Um, I had switched out of nursing at this point. I was like, kind of came to a fork in the road. I was like, okay, photography's taking off and like nursing is really demanding. So like, what do I do? They're both kind of like, I need, they all both need my full attention and I couldn't really split my time if I wanted to be good at either, you know? So I decided to go with photography. Um, and I switched my major to advertising at the journalism school at UNL. 
And honestly, I didn't like the curriculum there. I did not like advertising. It was boring, but it was easy. And it allowed me to hustle in the back of the auditorium while I could work on my business, answer emails, edit, that kind of thing. Um, and it also, too, like had photography had not worked out, it was kind of something creative with media that I could fall back on if that's something I wanted to do. And I, I don't even know if that's something I wanted to do, but whatever. Um, so anyways, I, you know, I had second shot on like, I'm going to say three weddings. And I was really into senior photos at that time too, because I wasn't that far out of high school being a junior in, in college. And a lot of the kids that were seniors in high school, I was, I had gone to school with, you know, they were a freshman and I was a senior. And um, so that was really easy to like build those kind of clients and stuff. And so I shot a lot of seniors and I had been a second shooter on three weddings and all three photographers let me use their photos as portfolio. And so those three weddings with portfolio got me 11 of my own weddings the next year. So that was my junior year of college. And then going into my senior year, I had booked 40 after that. And I was just like, yo, I don't know if this school thing is right for me anymore. I don't think I need to do this. So I was like, yo, dad, like, thanks so much for school. <laughs> it's been great. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. But um, I don't think that whatever degree you're paying for is going to pay me the way weddings are paying me right now. And I just kind of need to chase this while it's hot. So that is kind of my story in a nutshell um, of like how it all got started. I've been full time ever since. Um, I moved from Nebraska to Chicago at the end of 2016. Um, and it was a little scary. I knew, I, I mean, even though I was from the area, I wasn't from Chicago. You know, there's a difference when people say, oh, yeah, I'm from Chicago, but really I'm from Naperville. It's like, OK, no, you're not from Chicago. Uh, Chicago suburbs is proper way to say that. Um so Chicago, I was nobody. And I mean, Nebraska, I had kind of like started to build a little bit of a name for myself. You know, people um, were referring me by word of mouth and stuff. But in Chicago, I was literally no one. So I spent a lot of my time my first year in Chicago coming back to Nebraska like every weekend or every other weekend to shoot weddings. And um, yeah, it took some time, but I kind of went into it. and I was like, you know what? This is probably going to take like two, maybe three years to kind of become a Chicago wedding photographer. It's going to take time. People don't know you just like be patient, that kind of thing. So I just kind of kept working at it and lo and behold, like 2020 is coming around the corner. I'm starting to book and I don't have any Nebraska weddings. I'm like in Chicago or like I have a couple destination weddings and like maybe one in New Hampshire. I'm shooting my cousin's wedding and that's it. So, um, yeah, that is kind of, I guess my life in a nutshell right now. That's awesome. Congratulations hey, on thanks. Chicago. I Appreciate mean, that's it. exciting. Thank you. No, I've, I've, you know, the community has been like really, um, I think the best thing that I've learned about this photo life is like the community and everywhere that you go, like whether it's Nebraska, Chicago, you can be in Florida, New York city. Everybody's just so awesome and just willing to help and promote you. If you're like good, if you make a good connection with them, like they're there to like give you work and stuff. And um, that's something that I feel like a lot of us maybe take for granted in this industry is like there are other industries like it's so cutthroat and like no one wants to help. No one wants to like give you guidance and like that is not the photo world. So thank God for that, because had I not had that, I probably would not be where we are today. So, um, yeah, it's Chicago's embraced me and made me feel like home. And it truly does feel like home now that I'm there and have been there for um almost three years now so, yeah yeah that's awesome yeah I think the whole idea of community I think people when they're getting started you can just be so focused on like putting your head down totally. and focusing on yourself and I think it's so important to look around at who else is around you and ask for help or you know look for inspiration because there's that fine line between like comparing mm -hmm. and like collaboration absolutely so that's that's awesome yeah I think it's fantastic. Cool. So tell me a little bit about like, were you always a creative person or like, how was that transition into photography? Cause science and nursing is such a different side totally. of your brain. Yeah, for sure. So like I kind of mentioned, or I was throughout high school and even middle school, I, f I was in choir. I was a choir kid. Um, I loved, I found out. So basically it was sixth grade. You like, you know, the guys' voices didn't drop yet, right? So you were either a soprano or alto, right? Then seventh grade, most of the guys' voices started to drop a little bit and they made a guy section for chorus, right? And that was like where I like shined. I was like so excited. Um, and my teachers always hyped me up about it and stuff. So 
Um, I was always a choir kid, and then I also was a dancer. I did musical theater. Um, so I've always been in the arts. So I guess when I thought about photography, I, I mean, <laughs> so stupid to say, but I forgot it's an art, you know, like it, it technically is an art to me. I saw it as a business opportunity, but it just so happens to be, like, I like to take photos and I've gotten decent at it enough to where people can pay for my living expenses. And, um, yeah, so it is an art form. And so I guess that's kind of where the art came from i have always been in sort of some sort of dance I, I mean i was doing tap and jazz when i was like seven years old and i did hip-hop for a while um and then i was in all my musical theater dances and show choir and all that stuff so yeah yeah i that just clicked for me because like i have been in the arts my whole life as yeah, well but right. never but not visual right you know and yes. so i was always like oh, i'm not really like i'm a creative now right but like where yeah no Nope. Dance, boom, ballet tap, there up until eighth grade. There it Played is. Played violin for yeah, fourteen right. years. So it's all it's all the arts, right? And yes. you just like don't consider it because they don't necessarily teach it as like an extracurricular right. in those times, like in high school and stuff. You don't go to photography club yes. all of the time, you know. So yep. Um. Yeah, that's kind of where my art background comes from. Very cool. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. So the next thing that I like to ask everyone, which you might have touched on some of them already, <laughs> okay. but like three things that people don't know about you. <sighs> okay which um, i'm like that might be hard because i feel like you put yourself out there i do put myself out there a lot for sure um so one thing my i my dad's job moved us around a lot as a kid and i was actually born outside of fort lauderdale florida um even though i've lived in chicago chicago area since i was about 10 years old i moved there in fifth grade and we landed there i did high school um there and stuff i am technically born in florida it's on my passport also even though jaboy looks a little bit white super white i am actually half dominican <laughs> that's where the name ramos comes from uh, my dad was born in the dominican republic so there's that and then uh number three oh geez i would say huh my favorite food of all time like okay i always say like what are three foods you would take with you if you got stranded on an island and my number one is chicken parmesan oh yeah like chicken cutlet breaded chicken with some hella sauce and all the cheese i'm obsessed that's like my favorite thing in the world nice yeah so is there a good place in chicago yes oh god so my favorite spot is called rosebud um they are a chain they they had they have one um it's called rosebud on rush it's on rush street i believe that's the original one but then there was one in naperville where i grew up and uh we would always go there for special occasions and stuff every time my family's in town i'm like we're going to rosebud we gotta go i gotta get that chicken cutlet gotta get that chicken farm so yeah, awesome that's my jam cool so going off of that another topic that we always like to talk about on episodes would be mistakes that you've made that make you into the expert <sighs> that you are yes okay um well i would say you know the one thing that I've learned is kind of not letting your pride in your like artistic self get in the way. You know what I mean? Like you are at the end of the day, we are providing a service and you know, if people are criti criticizing your art, like, yeah, that sucks. And it kind of hurts sometimes, but at the end of the day, they're also paying you like $4,000. So like you need to like always, the customer's always right. Okay. Um, and I never really had any beef with any customers. It was never anything like that, but just sometimes like, you know, they would say certain things about like my, the tones of the photos or the editing or the way I composed it. And it like hurt my feelings and it's like, okay, like they just don't see it from my perspective and that's okay. Like they're looking for something very specific and you know, I maybe didn't deliver the way they wanted to, or maybe they had envisioned. So, um, there's that, um, what else? Contracts are so important. You guys hear me right now? Contracts are so important. Um, I've changed my wedding contract, oh gosh, probably 10 times in my career, um, just because of different scenarios that have come up, you know, where like my ass wasn't covered and I needed to adjust it so that not, never happened again. So um, yeah, I'd say those are two big mistakes so to speak. I yeah. don't know if they were mistakes, but just more experience learned from. Yeah. yeah. More, more so experiences that have like kind of shaped what I'm doing now and why I'm doing it now. You yeah. Know? 
So along the lines of like your wedding contract and policy, can you like think of one off the top of your head? We don't need to name names, no, but like totally what's, fine. what's a policy okay. that has been so, added? So yes, I used to allow my couples to cancel their wedding contract with me um, up to three months before their wedding. Okay. So if they basically how it worked, like the, I take a retainer of 50%. That secures me for their wedding date. I don't do anything else on their wedding date. They, they have that whole day reserved. Okay. The other 50% is due two weeks before the wedding. And basically, if they canceled within the three months, three month mark, before, like within 90 days, essentially, of their wedding, they still had to pay. So I had a couple instances where couples called off their wedding like three and a half months before. And then I lost the money. And it's like... Ah, shit. You know, like, what are you like? You can't be like, well, no, you're supposed to pay me. It's like, well, the contract says so now my contract says, you know, 50% up front. It's not refundable. And you are locked in after 30 days of signing. Like you have to pay because like, I mean, I'm at, I'm now at the point where I'm getting multiple inquiries for the same date. And it's like, if you're going to bail on me, like I could have gotten paid. So you got to pay. You know, that's kind of how that's more. um that's one of the, that's a huge edit on my contract yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. I uh, just did that this year. Yeah. I had three you. weddings called off. Oh gosh. And that sucks. Like it's, it, it, you're so I sad. I feel bad for the couple. But you're also like, I feel bad for my wallet. You yes. Know? Like, <laughs> like you're like, God, like I was like, you know, you budget. I mean, if you're, you know, budgeting and like trying to plan ahead, like you know that your money's coming in when it's supposed to come in. And now all of a sudden it's not because you messed up your contract. Well, that's a huge problem, you know? Yep. So. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about you and your business and style and okay. everything like that. So tell us a little bit about like, how would people recognize a Ben Ramos photo? Totally. Um. Well, I would say that my, my, editing and like the way I capture is just very natural. Um, you know, I've gone through the fads of like different presets that people have released and tried to like stay with the trends. But what I've really learned is just like people just want photos that are timeless and that will look good in 20 years and 50 years, you know, when they can look back at them. So, um, I feel like my colors are very natural to what I see with my eyes. Um, so like my greens are green and there's no extra yellow in the hues, you know, in the, in the sky that shouldn't be yellowy or anything like that. Um, so I'd say very natural and people always say candid too. Like they feel like the emotions are raw and like fun and like not forced. Um, so I would say something along those lines, like natural, fun, um, elegant i've gotten that word recently um i'm kind of kind of shifting my style a little bit to kind of cater to my chicago market a little bit more because nebraska market is very different than the elegant chicago luxury wedding so um elegant has kind of hopped into the vocabulary a little bit which is hey i'm, I'm here for that um let's see i mean yeah just i would say just fun natural elegant um not like relaxed maybe sure yeah i'm i'd, I'd say those are some good describers <laughs> it's You're so like weird to talk about struggling myself for, yeah uh, i'm like god this is so hectic right now <laughs> okay so then um along those lines what are couples saying that they love about working with you they love the fact that i give them some sense of direction that they don't feel like they are just have to figure out what to do i do I, I think I, I give direction in a way that allows them to be themselves, but like also gives them a point of context. I'm like, okay, like, cool. Put my face over here or yo, go ahead and kiss her on the forehead or give her some Eskimo kisses on the nose or whatever. Um, and so they like that direction. They also feel like we're friends when we're shooting. Um, I, I, maybe sometimes kind of cross the line of like being like a professional vendor versus like a friend. Um, and I just, I just want the environment to be fun and happy and easygoing and comfortable. That's the point. Right. And so I get that comment back a lot that, you know, people are, feel really comfortable. They feel relaxed. They feel like they can be their total selves. Um, so that's great. Cause that's, that's what it's about, you know? Um, and then I would say on weddings, people say I have good energy. I'm very, hypey <laughs> uh, my tagline for a while was hype man so i 
am known for like getting people really fired up and getting people excited about being there, but also like staying on task and getting done what we actually have to get done. Um, but usually I would say 99% of my weddings, the bride and groom or the brides or the grooms come up to me and they're like, yo, everybody is raving about how awesome you've been today. So that's kind of, I would say something along all of those would be what people yeah. would say about yeah. me. Yeah. So when you had 40 weddings in a year mm. and you know, you're advertising yourself as a hype man. Yes. What did life look like? Oh boy. For 40 weddings being a hype man. <laughs> it sounds exhausting. It does. But the thing is I'm a very extroverted personality. My energy, like I, I recharge by being around new people. Yes. You know, like some people recharge by sitting a lot. My, my girlfriend, Emily, shout out. Love you, girl. Um, I, like she needs to like be at home with the doors closed. Like nobody can talk to her. And like, she seems to sit alone and like be cozy and watching TV. That's how she recharges. I recharge by like hanging out with friends or like, you know, going to weddings. I literally like get so pumped up at weddings. Um, it's super fun for me. So, um, uh, what did that look like? It was a whole lot of hecticness. <laughs> I basically, you know, especially at the time where I was doing like 40 weddings and I, I still am in that same range, but it's kind of toned, starting to dial down a little bit more. Um, I, you know, I was single. I didn't care like where I had to be when I had to be there. So I was on flights all the time. I would, I remember, I think the craziest week I had was in 2017 in June. No, I'm sorry. It was July in the same week. I've shot a wedding in Alaska on, I flew to Alaska on a Monday Okay, shot the engagement session or like pre-wedding session on Tuesday, shot their wedding on Wednesday, flew out Thursday to Nebraska, slept in on Friday, shot a wedding on Saturday, then Sunday flew to Jamaica and shot a wedding on Monday, like all within like five days. Yep, that's a world. That's a marathon. <laughs> and uh, I would do shit like that all the time, all of the time. I would be like, oh, shooting a wedding on Friday in Chicago. Next day I'm shooting a wedding in Nebraska. I guess I'll either drive overnight or I'll fly there. Most of the time I flew there. Um, so yeah, just like madness all the time. Um, pretty, I mean, I, it, you, it's weird. Cause you would think I'd be so dead exhausted after like being crazy on a wedding day. Like I use snap, I used to use Snapchat and now I use Instagram to kind of like hype up the bridal party, get them like really excited about being there and like having fun and stuff. Um, but really it kind of just like gave me life. I was just like, damn, I'm like really meant to be doing this because I just, I, yes, my feet hurt, but like, other than that, like I'm like so fulfilled and like not drained at all. Yeah. So, yeah. I love talking with other wedding pros that are also extroverts Yes, because I think there's in the industry, I think a lot of people do get drained yes. for good reasons. And honestly, I feel like there are a lot of introverted yes. photographers like, and that's kind of like the norm. I feel like a lot of people um characterize or categorize i should say categorize photographers as like being like people in the background yes you know that are like just there to capture like not supposed to be like out in your face like just kind of like blending in with everybody capturing the moments like as a journalist kind of thing and that's just like not me it's at not all. You. no no <laughs> i am like up in everybody's shit all the time <laughs> like whether it's like you know trying to do some cute intimate portraits or like getting grandma really excited about family pictures like um you know i'm always up in everybody's business and um yeah, I just like I, I like the fact that we you and I like totally break the norm of like being extroverted. Yes. Or like as what weddings are recharging. Yes. Like networking. Yes. If I could just have like coffee meetings all day with yeah, people. Literally. Love it. Yes. That's why I love this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's why I love mentor sessions because I can just like sure. sit and like meet up with people and talk about photos and business and, you know, like how to what they can do to like get them their business thriving and stuff and um that is like my well, some of my favorite things to do just yeah. like go get coffee and like or actually i actually i usually go to molly's cupcakes in chicago oh they have a it's they actually won cupcake wars no big deal no big deal nbd and they are like a block and a half from my old apartment in chicago so <clears throat> um 
I always take my mentees there because it's like there's really great iced coffee. There's really great cupcakes. They always are bumping like 19, late 1990s, early 2000s rap Fun. and like pop. Like, you know, it's like Britney, Christina, like Outkast, yes. 50 Cent. You know, I'm into that. And so um, it's always just like a good vibe and like we can just go chill and like talk about like what we all love to do. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm here for that. That's awesome. So what's your favorite cupcake flavor? Ooh, chocolate decadence. Oh, so is that like dark chocolate? So it's a chocolate cupcake with like a milk chocolate like mousse on the inside. Mm. It is heavenly heavenly so that's my chocolate my second favorite is called cookie monster it's a white cupcake with chocolate chips and then the inside has raw cookie dough in it yum yum and then my third favorite is the blueberry cheesecake which has oh, like that sounds amazing oh it's so good so it's kind of like has a cream or i'm sorry a cheesecake filling and then there's fresh blueberries and like graham crackers on top it is heavenly fresh fruit on like any dessert cake yep. cupcake anything yeah i'm hunted we're here for it. that yep. yes yes <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay so let's talk a little bit about your, the business side of things for you okay. um you've been growing an associates program yes so for someone who has no clue what that means yes break it down okay cool so i just brought associates on last year that's been actually i might actually be coming up on like one year exactly like this week so that's exciting um and so basically what happens i if i am booked personally so like i like i mentioned before if someone books me for their wedding i am booked i am not doing anything else that day so if someone inquires for the date that i'm already booked basically they can choose from my associates okay so each of them have their own portfolios of photos that they have taken but that i have edited and so the concept is they hire these other photographers who work under me um that they do all the client interaction they do all the meetings with the other photographer they do all the shooting with all the other photographer um and then i do all of the editing that way it's still a ben ramos product and it's consistent from my stuff nice yeah so how has that process been (laughs) it was slow at first because you know i was branding myself as ben ramos because that's who i am um and you know people were inquiring with me wanting ben ramos right and so they were like oh like i don't know we would either want you or nothing and i'm like okay fine um and so as of like recently i started to kind of brand even though it's still ben ramos photography i've kind of branded like some of the copy and some of our slogans like as a team versus like just me um and so that's kind of changed the the game and what i learned too really quickly is my Nebraska couples really don't like associates, but my Chicago couples like are about it. They just want, I feel like Nebraska wants what like, I guess, like what I've the like, personality, the person. Want, yeah. Yeah. They want the person they want, like the, like we're friends feeling. Mm-hmm. And my Chicago couples are like, we just want good photos. The end product. Yeah. We yeah. don't, we don't care like who's there. So, um, that was kind of a hurdle, but um, as of right now, I do have two Chicago associates, Wes and Aaron, um, and then I have a, th- a third associate here in Nebraska. Her name's Brooke, and she's killing it. So sweet, yeah, yeah. So collectively, I think we've done like we've signed like twenty five for associates, awesome, in a year, which is awesome. Yeah, that is so cool, um, because you know, obviously, they are getting experience. They are making good money just to go shoot. And I'm making extra money on dates that I was already booked and it's like a win-win for everybody. So yeah. it's pretty awesome. How has that been like training wise? Cause I'm sure. So like Nebraska couples who would inquire, they want to be like, okay, so like what can, what can we guarantee for sure people showing up? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I didn't really train my associates necessarily. I mean, I gave them expectations on like how I run my business and how they need to treat my couples. Um, However, like I chose them based on like how they already shoot. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. they have a, a style, a shooting style that's very similar to me. Um, and they also are personable enough to like that I know that they will be okay when sure. I'm not there. Basically, I, I wanted people that would represent me and my brand well while I wasn't watching. Yep. You know, so that like if they're like, oh, my gosh, who shot the wedding? They're like, oh, it was Ben Ramos photography. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Brooke of Ben Ramos was so good. Like she handled everything. She was so quick on her feet. Like she was so sweet to all the like flower girls and like whatever. You know, Uh I just I wanted people that were good, genuine people that were good at photos that I could trust um, that would represent me and my company the way I represent it always. Because this is like my baby. Like I've literally grown this from nothing. And like I've put my whole life 
I've totally switched gears to like make this a thing. And so to find people that I could um, bring on as a team was, it was, it was hard for me at first. I was like nervous about it, but I was like, I knew, I knew I needed to like take something to the next level. And I thought this was the way to do it. So um, it started off slow. Like I said, people were not really catching on very quickly, but um, now that, I mean, I, especially since our last proposal season, so like Christmas time, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, like we've booked a lot and it's been really great. So, awesome. um, so far so good. This is going to be my first year editing extra weddings because okay. I do all the editing. So, um, I'm used to editing 35 to 40 weddings and now I'm editing like close to 60. So it's going to be Yay! crazy. <laughs> Good thing you have all those flights. Yeah, for sure. Lots of flights. <laughs> Keep trying to get upgraded first class. I can get more elbow room, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, and uh, making sure they have outlets because sometimes they put outlets only in first class, which is mm. such ass. Yep. I don't know why they do that. That's, but yeah. But yeah. So um, yeah, it's good. I, I think, you know, especially too, I also have hired my girlfriend, Emily, to be my assistant. She does all my admin stuff. Nice. So I can kind of just like shut or give the phone to her. She has her own laptop to like, you know, answer inquiries and like send out invoices and schedule meetings while I can just focus on editing, you know? So that's been super helpful too. Wonderful. Year. Yeah. Let at. So what does she do? Uh, so she is a chiropractic massage therapist. That's like the job I met her in. Um, so she's been doing that, but it's starting to like kind of take a wear and tear on her body a little bit. It's a lot of work on your hands. And just like your neck and your back, you don't realize how much, how many muscles you're using yeah. when you're massaging. It is crazy. So that's why most people can only do it for like three minutes. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah. Like normal, like cuddling on the couch. Like, Hey, can you rub my shoulders? Yeah. That's and not it's a like, massage. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, girl, let me do this. I got this. No problem. I like whip, I like crack my knuckles, ready to go. <laughs> and like, I can last for about like two and a half minutes, maybe two minutes and 47 seconds. <laughs> like that's about it. And she's like, seriously, I'm like, dude, oh my God. My my forearms, they hurt so bad. I can't do this anymore. So yeah, kudos to her. She kills it. She can do she does like five to six hours of massage a day. Wow. And I'm just like, girl, get it. But um she it is taking a lot of wear and tear on her body. She has been in a lot of pain, so she's kind of starting to cut back a little bit. So on top of that, she does all of the admin for me. Um, like I just mentioned, she's been doing that. I brought her on about a month before I brought on associates. So she kind of helped me like set set that up. And like, you know, she had the interview meetings with me to like talk to all my associates that I brought on and like, she was part of the whole process. So that's been super helpful. And she completely, um, I was, I was organized in my own way, but I like logically to somebody else coming in, I was not organized at all. So she, um, helped me develop Dub Sato, which is my CRM that I use for all my clients. Um, and for those of you that don't know what CRM is, CRM is client resource management, which is where I have for each client, I have their contracts, all their invoices, um, any emails that we have, you know, all that stuff. Every time I turn over photos, I go through this, through Dubsado. So they are yeah. a lifesaver. Absolutely. If you don't have one, you should get one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I recommend Dubsado. And then also HoneyBook, I hear is really yep, good. That's so, what I use. Nice. Perfect. So yeah, those are the top two that I really hear about all the time. Um, yeah. So she does all that. She, and then she, I've also been training her over the past like six to seven months as my permanent second photographer. Nice. Um, yeah. So it's been really fun for both of us because she also is super creative. Um, she's like, she's an artist, like she draws, like Mm -hmm. she's so, so, so good. And so she definitely, that's like where her creativeness comes from. And so teaching her, she always, she already has the eye for photos. So I'm just kind of teaching her like the technical of like, okay, how do you set your camera for this light? And okay, like this is what Aperture does and stuff like that. So she's learning really quickly and she's already put out some awesome content. So that's really great. Finally, she had her third job. Yes. Three jobs. Um, she is, she has recently done doing admin for a wedding floral and design company in Chicago as well. Um, kind of a similar situation where like the girl that owns it, her name is Nicole. Um, Nicole is basically like running everything herself and it was fine. It was great. Everything was running, but it was just getting overwhelmed. And that's kind of what happened to me too. Like I was running everything. It was fine. But like we just need someone to take some of the slack, you know. Yep. So yeah. So she is just like doing everything and anything right now. And she's killing it at everything. So proud of her. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so let's talk a little bit about wedding day. Okay. 
you've obviously photographed a lot of weddings. Yes. What advice would you have for couples? Oh my gosh, just chill out. Chill the F out. Okay, like it's a day where you are just supposed to be happy and you've hired professionals. You're paying us a lot of money for one day and you just need to kick back and just soak it all in. Just relax. Let us do our jobs. If you have a planner, like let them run the show. Don't worry about the timeline. Stop asking about, oh my God, are we on time? Like what's going on? Like shut up. Let us do our thing. Just focus on like sipping on your damn mimosa with your girls. Okay. Like we ain't got time for this. <laughs> okay. So that's one thing. Um, number two, I would say, you know, the minute you're getting engaged, you need to jump on it. Yes. If you have favorite photographers, videographers, florists, dress designers, Venue. venues, like, dude, get on that shit like yesterday. Like I cannot tell you how many people think that they are ahead of the game because they're a year out. I'm like, no, you're not, because there's like a whole wave of people that hit me up six months ago and I'm not available. Like, sorry. Like, you know, like that's just not going to happen. So even though like obviously, yes, take like at least a week probably to like soak in all the happiness and like all the love and all the feelings and like thanking everybody. But also your family is going to ask you the second you get engaged. When's the date? Yeah. Where are you getting married? Yeah. They're going to start asking all the questions. Yeah. So honestly, like if you feel like you're about to get engaged, like just start thinking about it. Just really start thinking about it. I mean, I can't tell you how many times like I probably have like 10 brides in the past few weeks that have hit me up that are like, or actually they're not even brides yet. They're not even engaged. Exactly. That's the point I'm making. They're not even engaged yet. And they're like, yo, so like, I feel like there's a ring coming like in the next couple months, like what's your availability? Like they are on it. Those are the brides that like are on their shit. And, um, you know, I feel so bad sometimes like, cause people just think that they're ahead of the game. They're like, Oh gosh, we're 15 months out. He's not booked. No way and way way like so way <laughs> it is definitely a thing and so if you have favorites definitely hit them up sooner rather than later yeah um just trying to think what else what else what else what else um oh let's talk about light and airy versus dark and moody okay knowing the style of photography that you like or videography for that matter um there is a difference and usually photographers only shoot one way. Um, and I actually, I did a poll on Facebook, probably about, two, or I'm sorry, not on Facebook, on Instagram stories like two weeks ago or two months ago. I'm sorry. And, you know, I, I asked the question, like, do you know what it means? Like, do you know what type of style you like of photography? Like, do you know what you prefer? And I was shook at how many people like didn't know the difference. And then like to us, it's like so obvious. It's like clearly one looks like, you know, Portland, Oregon. The other one looks like the Hamptons in yes. New York City, you know? So it's like, <laughs> like, how do you not know the difference? How do you not see the difference? But really people don't know the difference. So my suggestion is know your styles and only inquire with people that shoot that style that you are wanting. Yes. Um, people are not going to change or alter their style to fit your needs because they want you to hire them for what they do. You know, they don't want you to like hire them because they have a skill and that you try to manipulate that. If that makes sense. Who I hope that didn't come off too harsh, but no, I was, I've been thinking about this a lot in the last like two weeks or so, because I see a lot of couples recently who gorgeous luxury weddings here in Omaha, mm -hmm. they hire a light and airy photographer and their videographer is very much like cinematic, dark and moody. Ooh. To which I'm kind of like, if if you like one or the other, like pick one or the other and yeah. not just like find people that both work well together in person, but totally. like your products are both going to be consistent. The same style. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And it, it's honestly, it's just like a thing that we as photographers and videographers just need to like educate. Yes. Because homegirls don't know the difference. And honestly, if you don't care, that's fantastic. Right. But if you're someone who loves this style. Right. Make sure you find people who are in that style. Totally. And like, I, I mean, I've had this conversation with actually one of my own brides um, for next year. She hired me because she, I was a great recommendation and she is, you know, she loves my pictures and like, she even considered some of my photos light and airy, which I don't term that as in my style, but like, 
you know, she she's like, oh, I kind of like the lighter tones of this, you know, and it just so happened to be like more harsh light or like just brighter light yes. than like a, a, basically a sunny day versus like a, a cloudy day. You or know? also like what color the bridesmaids are wearing. Right. Exactly. That can make a difference. Yes, for sure. If they're working blush, then yeah, it probably looks lighter. If they're rocking maroon or navy, then it's like, you know, going to be a little bit moodier maybe, you know, so. Um, but she, you know, she brought up some concern, like even a few weeks ago, um, where she's just like, you're like, I really want light and airy. And I'm, I'm like, girl, like, I don't shoot light and airy. Like, I don't. <clears throat> and so I, you know, I had the conversation with her and I was just like, listen, like I say at first didn't book me for an engagement session. And so I was like, why don't we schedule a little mini session? It's free. It's on me. That way you can practice with me and you can see how I edit naturally. And if you like it, then we'll stay with together. But if not, if you don't like it, then like, it's okay. Like I will give you a deposit back. I'll break contract, my own contract so that you are happy and you find what you need, you know, yes. like, and get what you want. Cause it's a huge day and it's not a day where you should just be like getting something that's kind of good yes. in your eyes. You know, you want something that is perfect. That is your wedding day. So Yes, we need to educate photographers that are listening out there. Educate your couples on what the difference is between light and airy and dark and moody. Yeah. Please yep. and thank you. New Instagram story topic. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I love talking about it. Yes. Okay. So before we wrap up, last thing would be um, just talking about advice for other photographers. Okay. Um. So I would say the biggest thing you need to do is just be yourself. That is so important because whether you believe it or not, you know, we earlier we touched on being extroverted versus introverted, right? You don't have to be like me to be successful. Right. You don't have to be, you know, a quiet pipsqueak to be successful. You just need to be you. And there is client, there are clients and there are weddings for every type of personality as a photographer. Every single type of person can be successful if they do shit right. Okay. That's number one. Number two, um, be active with like, we have such powerful tools having social media. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Snapchat, which eh, whatever, no, no one uses Snapchat, <laughs> but Instagram guys, Instagram is so popping right now and it's free to have an account. Use that shit. You have brides and grooms that are following you that are watching what you're doing Maybe even potential bride and grooms that you don't even know are even kind of close to being engaged. Watch what you're doing. Excited about what you're doing. Talk to them. Educate them. Talk to your talk in your stories like that is I know people get so freaked out like, oh, like people don't care what I have to say. Well, guess what? Somebody does. And, you know, people are so about like, why do you think we follow celebrities? We, we just want to see what the hell they're doing. And I mean, OK, we're not celebrities, but like people just want to see they're nosy. We're nosy. We are nosy culture. Everyone just wants to know what the hell everyone's doing behind closed doors. So show them and they'll be able to relate to you. And that is an easy, awesome way to promote yourself and to build a relationship with your audience and your clientele. Um, so definitely utilize the tools that we already have for free. Um, what else could I say? Well, I was going to say along those lines, like resources, continuing education, that kind yes. of stuff. Like what would you recommend? Totally. Um, I would say at least once a year, you should be investing in yourself to like go to a workshop or do a mentor session um, in some sort of way or like go to a conference. You know, WPPI is every year. Um, some of my my favorite people in the world and my ment mentors um, are the Hans. They're based in New York City. They run Hustle and Flow. Um, a great business workshop and then but also like go hang out with somebody that you really like what they do creatively and go learn from them too um, I did that this year too my girlfriend Emily got me a mentor session with Jordan Voth and he is someone that I've looked up to since I've started and like that was for the first time in probably two or three years where I did a creative mentor session as opposed to a business mentor session you know so um, definitely doing a mix of both and making sure that you're like fueling both ends of the of the log here you know you want to make sure that you are fix getting that fix for your creative but also like making sure you know how to hustle in business so definitely learn both hustle and flow is great like so great it has changed even just my... following their instagram yeah you dude. learn a lot absolutely just from the free stuff that they yeah. put out yeah Brittany han is a queen and she literally that is her baby like she they have built that from nothing and it is blown up they've done so well i mean oh god 
and the motivation that they post on their Instagram is redonk. So, and it's, it just fires you up. It gets you hyped. And they're like a no bullshit kind of people. Like they are just like super cut and dry, like to the point. They don't fluff anything up. They just tell you what you need to hear, but maybe not necessarily don't want to hear, you know? Um, I think our generation kind of suffers a bit because I feel like we've been cradled our whole lives. And like, sometimes like, I feel like we were the start of the trophy generation. Yes. Participation medal generation. Yes. Yes. And so it's kind of nice to have, they're refreshing the sense that they don't really care about your feelings. They want you to succeed and they have the tools to do it. So like, just listen to them and you'll get it done. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely look into hustle and flow. I'm a huge advocate. I've gone, I had one mentor session with them one-on-one and I've been to three of their workshops in the past two years. So, and it's changed my business immensely. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So then I guess talking a little bit about business, cause before we hit record, we were talking about how, you know, no one, there's no set education on like business and money and finance. Yes. Yes. And you had kind of touched on how you're, in the midst of like financial epiphany. Yes. Oh my gosh. I had an awakening, everybody. <laughs> I learned that it's not okay to just try to look cool on Instagram. You actually need to like give your money purpose. So um, I'm currently working to pay off debt that has been like in consumer debt, that is. So I'm currently, oh gosh, I've paid off so much money this year so far, but I had four credit cards. They're all down to zero, which is awesome. Um, and I have a student loan and I have my car left. Um, and so I'm hoping I'll be debt free by the end of the year, which would be great. And, um, yeah, no one really taught. I feel like that's one thing that's like, should be taught in whether it's high school or college, no one talks about managing money. And so that's something I've been teaching mentor sessions to younger photographers or newer photographers, um, about, you know, anything from posing and shooting to dub Sato to answering emails and how to like the voice you should have for your brand. But one thing that I've gotten really passionate about and really excited about is money management. I love, I'm obsessed with it. I'm so hyped. And I honestly could see myself like in a few years, like potentially helping others in somewhat way with their finances. I just love it. I, I think it makes me so excited. I love numbers. Like I'm just like obsessed with it. So, um, yes, budgeting and money management is so crucial. So if you ever want help on that, if you ever need anything, hit me up. I'm so down to talk about it. I'm an open book. I will share, you know, how much debt I went into, you know, without knowing better, knowing any better and, um, and how I'm getting out of it. I'm super passion hyped about that so yeah. yeah and I think a lot of budgeting tools I think a lot of people go to you know who are planning their weddings are going to the not our wedding wire and you know yes. they have budgeting tools on there right but they're not really like true budgeting tools and I no. was just thinking about like the tool the website that I use which I'm pretty sure is the one you use YNAB yes YNAB right? yes so it's called YNAB you need a budget you com. need a budget it's $75 a year or mm -hmm. something around that time yeah. Um, but it's been phenomenal. We've been yeah. using it for the last four years. Yeah. It's amazing. So basically you just like literally do you, you, you can link it with your bank account, but like I personally just manually enter every single transaction because sometimes the banks like disconnect or whatever. You don't need any of that bullshit. So, um, I literally plug in exactly like when I get paid and I literally give every single cent a job. I have a list. I mean, my, my budget is so detailed as far as like, Different, lines different categories right like i have a household i have toiletries i have dry cleaning i have car washes as a line like that's something that i do regularly i didn't realize how regularly i did all this stuff i had no idea where my money was going like up until like february yeah you know i was just like oh cool have the money in the account let's go get it you know i'm like great yep. and that is so not okay if you're doing that don't do that talk to somebody who is going through it or has been through it. Yeah. Um, because it is not the way to live and that's not the best way to, um, you know, set up for your future as freelancers, as being self-employed. Like we don't have the benefits that like working for a big corporation has, like, you know, we don't get a company match or retirement or, or, or a pension or like, you know, a 401k through yep. our company. Like it's all on us. And so make sure you get with a financial advisor have them guide you in the right ways on like how to set up for your retirement, how to, you know, save for, you know, down payment on your first home or, you know, if you are in debt, like how to get out of it and like how to start building wealth and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, 
Yeah, YNAB, and then I know the one that I've been listening to a lot of Dave Ramsey, and Dave Ramsey's app is called Every Dollar, which mm-hmm. is actually free, I believe. So the only reason why I don't use it is because I started on YNAB, and I'm so invested that like it would be such a pain in the ass to yep. like switch my budget <laughs> over. So um, highly recommend that one too if you're not down to spend seventy five dollars. But yeah, and with YNAB, as far as like planning a wedding budget you can create separate budgets. And so like you could have one built out specifically for your wedding where you have every single line and instead of an Excel spreadsheet or something that you have to load into the knot, every expense goes in there and you can see how much is left in each line. And it's just, yeah. I mean, you can literally have a category for all like your media, like photo and video and a category for your your cake and a category for your dress. Yeah. All that stuff, you know, and that would be really nice to just see like, okay, like this is what we spent. Okay. So like, oh, we actually spent $500 less than our budget on photo. Let's move, let's ball out on flowers now, yes. you know, like. And that's what I loved about YNAB. It is so easy to reallocate money ugh. from other budget lines yes. because other budget tools, it is not easy. I agree. It is not easy. Yeah. So I think it would work really well for, for wedding weddings. budgets. Oh my gosh. Yes, for sure. Make sure you stick to your budget. Yes. It's important. Don't go into debt for weddings. No. It's not worth it. You have it. a life afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, it's all fun and pretty and great for about literally 16 hours. Yes. <laughs> and then real life comes right back at you. Well, I guess if you honeymoon right away, then maybe you got like an extra two weeks from like La La Land and then boom. Yep. Just like that. Yep. You're back to reality. So make sure you stick to a budget and be smart. I mean, definitely ball out on what you think is important. You know, if there are certain things that mean a lot to you, then put some of your budget towards that. But don't you know, justify, oh, because I absolutely need this. I'm going to like go crazy into debt for it. Just like, you know, you have to make sacrifices and set your budget and just, you know, just be smart, you know, just know where your money's going. Just know where it's going (laughs) (laughs) in all things, wedding and life. Just know where your money's going. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we are out of time but thank you so much for being here (laughs) thanks so much for having me oh my gosh this is so cool i'm so hyped that we got to talk about um you know we are talking to couples we're talking to photographers and we got to talk about budgeting and finances i love that thanks so much for having me kelly it's been so much fun thanks all right how fun was that he is just so much fun to sit down and chat with and i left that conversation so just motivated and filled up so yeah it was great uh you can find ben on instagram his handle is i am ben ramos r-a-m-o-s and then you can also go to his website benramosphotos.com he is booking 2020 weddings like he said so if you're interested reach out um thank you guys so much for listening this week if you have any guests that you would be interested in hearing from coming up, I would love to hear about it. We're getting to the point where I have got to start recording some episodes again. So um, I would love your feedback and I hope you guys have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye.